Hello again, friends, and you are our friends, and welcome back to this evening's Talking Town, the Yorkshire Town podcast on the HDR Network. And I am here with a very old school uh, couple and a very old school microphone. Um, sadly, my one broke, so you won't hear from me tonight. Which I'm sure we'll send cheers throughout the county of Suffolk and probably wider afield as well. Uh, I will start with the man uh, at the bottom of the screen there. Uh, you would have seen his name and his face on the intro, the 90s intro. He set me the task this week. Could I make a primetime WWF intro? And I hopefully think I've come through. Matt, you've not seen it yet, but when you do, you'll be absolutely delighted. But how are you this evening? More good, thanks. More good. I'm, I'm still on the Australian Shiraz. Good, Matt. As I had last week. It's a slightly yeah. bigger class this week. I'm all good. Absolutely. I'm on the Erdinger, a beautiful blonde from Belgium. She's a stunner. She's a stunner. <laughs> I've already had half a, half a bottle. And uh, to my left there, Cruncher, absolute radio's finest contributor. He's Mr. Pioneer. Yeah, sponsored himself. by Pioneer. <laughs> yeah. Pioneer tonight, boys. Absolutely. Cruncher, how are we? Very good. Very good. Good. Well, you are the cruncher. You are the resident uh, number six that will sort out the, the, the wheat from the chaff. But Mr. Phillips down there, Richard, he has been wading into, uh, oh, well, shall we let him explain? Because this week, he's been more eventful for you, isn't it, Matt? Because you've been yes. stuffing some canaries on Twitter. Yeah, yeah. So after I'd like watched Norwich and Man United and saw Maguire score in the last seconds to end their FA Cup dream. I was filtering through Twitter and, and on came uh, old farm legend Grant Holt, Norwich City Hall of Famer, professional wrestler, keeping with the theme of the show, right? True. So he, he came on and he, t- and he tweeted, and he was like, you know, Norwich City, down to 10 men, three months off, an amazing effort, plenty of positives to be taken for the future. You know, I mean, they lost 4 0 last night, so maybe not the last point. But, you know, I, so, you know, I looked at this and I had to sort of double take it. Do you know what I mean? Was he, was he talking to Premier League footballers? Or was he talking to school children? I don't know. So I thought, you know, I'd keep in the tradition of, you know, school assemblies and say, put it out to the Ipswich Town community, you know, should we give them a certificate for taking part? And the, and the you know, because they've got history. And the overall, overall consensus was that we should do. So here it is. Drum roll, Here we please. go, look. Certificate of participation for Norwich City. It says here, uh, for putting in an amazing effort <laughs> after three months off against Man United Reserves <laughs> in the FA Cup six round. It's not the quarterfinal, lads. It's the FA Cup six round. There we go. Now, hopefully, I will send this off, and I hope they can find a nice place for it in their, in their trophy cabinet slash trophy shelf. I'm hoping it will take... Take pride of place against the Mr. Clutch Cup that Mike Bassett won for them. Before he became England manager. I'll tell you what, I'm going to hand deliver that for you. I'm going <laughs> to knock on the front door at Carrow Road and I'm going to say, uh, Miss Delia Smith, special recorded delivery. <laughs> I should point out to anybody who's listening, not watching on YouTube, anyone who's listening, I've printed this in black and white. We don't crack open the colour ink for the canaries. <laughs> so we've just done it in black and white for the lads. But there it is. So another one for them there. Fantastic. <laughs> Best so, thing I've ever seen. That got Fighting so absolute... easy, weren't they, Matt? Yeah, Fighting. yeah. Well, you, you saw it, Rich, didn't you? Luckily, you were my, you were oh, my yeah. white knight. You came in and helped me. Back but in there, your there day. was, there was pelters. There was pelters. What was, what was the best tweet you saw, Matt, in reply to you? Oh, well, well, where do we start? Where do we start? I mean, I like this one that was directed at me and Rich because Rich said, you know, FA Cup. Uh, sorry, Milk Cup. I'm not having that. Not counting John that. Holland at John of Oak Tree. It's a nice little country name, isn't it? League Cup 1985. We played at Wembley. 100,000 there. Millions watching on TV. I can't see the difference between that and the FA Cup, to be honest. Other than there's about 700 teams into the FA Cup and 92 in the League Cup. I can't say winning the third-tier European trophy when major clubs didn't take it seriously. Your achievement was was qualifying for it so regularly. And I'll just tell you now that when we won the UEFA Cup in 1981, participants in that competition included Barcelona, 
Juventus, PSV, Porto, Andelex, Man United, Dynamo Kiev. Where's this myth come from that clubs enter a competition in any decade, any year, and don't take it seriously? <laughs> I know, I know. And it, it wasn't, wasn't, and as we know, it wasn't, it wasn't a third-tier trophy back then, was it? No. You finished the second in your league, you were, you were straight into that competition. There was no so Europa League one. 2, was there? No, exactly. This was no. a good one. John Stroll, I think we at least deserve a star on our shirts. Oh, hang on, we're not insecure and crass like you. <laughs> It's got oh, a dating profile. This was a good. Blimey. This was a nice one from IV, <laughs> NCFC. Shall we give you a certificate for technically, technically insolvent mid late mid table League One club? It's factually Tre- true. Trevor Hockey's beard. Let them have their moment. Their local derby will be Kingsling in a couple of seasons. I don't like the factual ones. I've got to be honest. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they're not, they're not this, as funny. <laughs> this one I agree. This one I agreed with. Imagine begging the EFL to let anyone participate in the playoffs because you can't even make the top ten, let alone the top six. Truly pitiful. I, I agree with that one. But that was overhyped. We never, we never begged everybody to take part. Otherwise, the rest of the league are all scaredy cats who said no. Yeah. This, this was a good... You'll, you'll enjoy, you, the pair of you will enjoy this one. Have they given him a blue tick on his Twitter for being the best Mr Bean lookalike? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Mr Bean, Mr Bean wear glasses. Uh, and the final yeah, one here, the, the final one here. I'm not including any of the ad swearings. That's gone these, are the clean, these are the clean ones, aren't yeah, they? Yeah, 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 yeah. This is a <laughs> Use virgin. <laughs> 100 goals, 100 points, finish 11th, and then try to convince the EFL to allow you into the playoffs. As for the FA Cup, you didn't reach the third round, can't fill your ground, living on granddad's black and white beat to make you know. <laughs> no, I was never beat Max. Sorry, mate. So there you go. There's like a little snapshot of my Saturday night. Well, little wow. did they know that only a few days later we would have groundbreaking news. We would be re-signing a future club legend to a four-year contract, Mr. Luke Wolfenden, of course, signing um, now the longest. Uh, contracted player at Ipswich Town. Breaking, you know, groundbreaking news, obviously. Something that Norwich didn't, those fans there didn't see coming. You know, it, it's turned the footballing world upside down um, and catapulted Evans into hero-like status in 24 hours. But let's focus first on Luke Wolfenden. How do you feel following the news there, Rich, that Luke has signed a four-year deal? I think we're all getting a little bit carried away because he still had two years to run on his deal anyway. It's given us a bit more security, yeah. Four years with an extra year uh, option. Um, what did they say? Four more years on the official Twitter page. Is it going to be four more years of Luke Wolfe in the Ipswich Town? No. I very much doubt it. We don't know. Is there There might be a clause in there, you know, certain certain amount gets bid. But I, I would say, I don't, personally, I think he needs another season. I don't think he's ready, unlike Flynn Downs, who I think is. Wolverine's a very good player. When we sell him, because we all know we will sell him, let's sell him for the maximum value that he's worth, unlike Adam Webster. Don't give him away. And then within the next year, his price has gone up, what was it, 3 million and then it was 25 million. Look, we all, we all know he's going to go. Let's not sit here and beat the drum and say he's going to be a future captain, you know, he's going to lead us to the Premier League. Luke Wolfenden is a very good player at League One level. Let's not get too carried away. He's not achieved anything in the game yet. He's a good player. I'm happy that he's signed. But I think we all need to just just calm down a little bit and say we all know what happens in the end with Marcus Evans, because we do. Let's not be fooled. I think, like, it's great news. I mean, it's funny how he's progressed in the last two years. He was at Bromley in about 2018, wasn't he? Yeah. But, yeah, Rich is right. Will we get more, of a, more than one season out of Wolfenden? Highly unlikely. If someone comes along and slaps down three, four million on the table for him before the, even the season starts, he's going to be gone. Theo Flynn Downs. Everyone's a selling club. Ronaldo, Ronaldo left Man United for crying out loud. 
to go to Real Madrid. If someone puts down a decent offer for him, he'll be gone. Four years, two years, three years, whatever. He'll, he'll be gone. So I think the most we can expect, you know, so we don't get everyone's hopes up, the most we can expect is probably a season out of him. Yeah, I, I, I would agree with that. And I, I think I was saying to somebody yesterday, I think actually, regardless of whether we win promotion in the coming season or not, I believe Luke Wolfenden won't be a town player just yeah. because I, I I still think Ipswich Town winning promotion doesn't mean Marcus Evans suddenly doesn't turn down money offers for anybody. He didn't do it when we were 14th in the championship. He didn't do it when we were 8th in the championship. Why would he do it just because we won promotion back to the championship? I didn't like today, I'm going to be honest, Leo Neal coming out. Um, why can we not have a positive press conference from Portman Road why can we not say you know what yeah we've signed this player to a new deal it shows Marcus this or that we've got ambition we've got determination we're right in the wrongs we all know he'll sell should he have to but why have you got to say in every press conference if a bid comes in of course we'll have to look at it we all know that just be positive for once and run with positivity (laughs) don't always play down and bring it back down to little old us. He's telling us the real story, really, isn't he? Because there's going to be bids. Of course there there's is. There's going to be a bid for Downs, isn't there? I don't know who would bid for Downs. I don't know. Maybe Brentford, if they got promoted, maybe. Maybe high-end championship, I don't know. There's going to be bids. There's always going to be Mark bids. Where can Wolfenden go? Because he's not, he's, he's not a Webster-type defender, though, is he? No, he's not. So is he a Premier League defender? No. No, he's not at the moment. No, I mean, at any point, at any point. Because he's not a, he's not he a ball player. 50, has he had 50 club appearances for Ipswich and Swindon probably combined? About, maybe. Yeah. Yeah, well, he maybe played 36 games this year, so yeah, probably. Don't forget Bromley. Lambert, Lambert, <laughs> said, Lambert said last season he was a £10 million player, didn't he? He's about 90 grand on transfer market website. <laughs> I looked it up earlier. <laughs> I, I asked the question. That's what we'd sell him for. <laughs> I asked the question because I, I don't know if he's good enough for... Pre- at any point, is he suddenly going to find a range of passing? I mean, David Luiz, for example, we, we slate the life out of him and he's a finished article coming to the end of his career, whatever article that may be yeah. finishing of. But that pass last night for Arsenal is exactly what every club in the Premier League want from their centre-halves, a la Webster. Is Wolfenden ever going to find that in the locker or is he a no-nonsense, um, bit more of a better centre-half than Chambers? I don't, I don't think we've really seen enough of him to... To say that, I think, like I said, I don't think he's not ready for the championship. He needs another full season in League One, playing week in, week out, and let's see what he can do. Getting back to Lee O'Neill, you know, he's he's bigging up, yeah, Luke Wolfen signed, Dobra signed, the academy's that great. If the academy we've got is that great at the minute, we should be using it more. You know, we've got all these good kids coming through, and we're obviously, this is where what we're going to have to use the next few years because we all know at least probably one player a season we're going to have to sell so if you really believe in that academy get them players in the first team I'm not saying a full 11 you know but if we've got outstanding kids like we're told every time you know when one of them signs let's let's believe in them let's put them in the team but then we could go back to the manager is it is the is he the right manager to bring them through because he said that last year we spoke about it last week on the pod you know bringing young players in giving them a chance and like Matt said it was it was a myth because the leasings.com is where you had about seven of them <laughs> made their debut yeah. you know and it's, it's interesting Alex Henderson I see him at Peterborough that night I thought mm. he was really impressive he's going to the States mm. so that yeah it's quite telling that isn't it yeah, 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 yeah I was thinking that yeah that was yeah. because of the club's contract offer or, or lack of, wasn't it? They were offering another year's scholarship uh, and he was offered a, a, a better a better situation in the States and really within the lines. It's something that he's always wanted to do. Yeah, uh, you, know, and you can't blame the, the, the lad because no. you go over there, it's not... It, going over there isn't a career killer anymore, is it? It's, it's seen... It's, it's, look, look, look at Smith, for example. You used to go over there in your late 30s and never be seen again, right? Now it's just like going abroad to, to Spain or, or Belgium yeah. or France. He could do um, all right over there and come back to Switch. You never know what the future might bring. He you? certainly could. And, and you know, Richard's point there, uh, I think, Matt, is, is, is very true. And, and doesn't that kind of feed into the 
should we have given pl- someone such as Cole Skews a new deal when we are looking to bring those academy players through? Surely there's a young guy, Brett McGavin maybe, uh, Andre Dozel, they, they can job share those, especially with MSU still under contract for, for, you know, for, for another 12 months. I think you need, I've seen a few people being critical about Skews getting another deal, but you'd, you'd presume it was on reduced terms. But I still think you probably need Skews and Chambers and the like around the around the place really just to just to, I don't know just to bring those kids through to bring Brett McGavin through because I would I would say his style of play is very similar to Skews so you maybe want him to be some kind of mentor character we know Chambers is that already he has some of the kids um, living in an annex of his house to help them feel welcomed into the club which is brilliant I mean I mean two minds about Skews and Chambers I do blame them a little bit for the relegation and that you do when, when, yeah because when you read McGoldrick, what he said when he went to Sheffield United and said, you know, there was, there was no pressure to win at Ipswich. Excuse um, McGoldrick. Yeah, yeah, Chambers. They, I mean, Chambers gives it the big one to the fans, okay? And I like, I like all those players. But I feel like in the dressing room, they should have been putting that pressure on people to get those three points. So I think the buck stops at them a little bit. Excuse and Chambers are like a couple of old coats I don't want to chuck out of the closet when I'm sort of having to take stuff down, down to the rubbish tip. I want to keep them around just in case I wear them again. You know, I like having them around. But, um, yeah, you need those experienced heads to bring, to bring it's players. Right, well, it's right what you say, mine. Look, there's going to be how many players available this summer, you know, experienced players. They've been in the club a long time. They're used to failure. You know, we've yeah. failed with them. We've yeah. failed with them. I'm not saying they've been good servants. They have been good servants, but... Sooner or later, you have to say, look, thanks very much. We're going to move in a different direction. If yeah. You have to replace them with a couple experienced players. Do that. It, doesn't, it wouldn't worry me if you sign players maybe a, a year or two younger than them, but someone who's experienced, and it's a different voice, isn't it? Yeah. You know, we're used to, they're probably quite big personalities, I'd thought, in the dressing room. Are they too big, you know? But then, like you've just said, uh, Chambers gives it the big one being he's not that big in the dressing room is he if they're used to just trotting along and then we heard when Bart went basically we've given up in October haven't we Chambers mm. is the captain you know Scoos is your experienced player they're, they should be getting hold of these kids and that and saying come on look we're bottom of the league mm. let's do something let's oh no we put the white flag up and those two are really close as well, aren't they? They live like very close to each other. So I just wonder if they kind of rule the dressing room a little bit. Do you know what I mean? Maybe oh, we just need to break. Maybe we just need to break that up a little bit. Without a doubt, they do. Whenever I've seen uh, the, the players interacting as a, as a squad, uh, whenever that, that has happened to be, you know, Milsom's, except places like that, you always tell uh, Chambo is the alpha male. They all look to yeah. him. All the young kids, yeah. especially, look to him and adore yeah. him. Um, I just maybe just feel just touching on a couple of your points there, the, the, the pair of you, that maybe overall it is um, it's a, it's a simpler case of the club say we're going with a five point plan, we're going with uh, younger players, but then they go and get an experienced, tried and tested manager, then they go and get experienced, tried and tested players. It, it, isn't it a simple case of what we were saying previously on the radio, Rich? There's no plan. There's no direction. And maybe our next appointment when it comes to being needs to be a younger manager who's going to trust in younger players. But then you could say that with Hurst, we went for a younger manager and yeah. obviously he didn't help himself after the exit game coming out. He tried to change, like I said last week, would we have been any worse off with him still as manager? Probably not. He tried to change too much too soon. And then you're probably getting the older players like who run the dressing room. They're thinking, I'm not going to listen to him, you know. Yeah. So sooner or later, you need, to, to, you, need way. To, you need to clear them older players out and say, thanks very much. But we're going to go in a different direction. And if it is with younger players, we've still got some other experienced players at the club, surely. Like M.F. Hughes, he's not, he should, be, he should be stepping up next season. John Nolan, I know, but he should be. He, he should be good enough for that. For that division. Look, when he was at Shrewsbury, he's one of the best players in the league. Yeah. What happens when they come to Ipswich? They put that shirt on, they shrink. They go into a comfort zone, don't they? I've made it now. But is I it think Hurst, Hurst, Hurst almost certainly was um, probably had rivals in Scoobs and Chambers. Yeah. Maybe he wanted to tear it up too much and they didn't want it. 
and maybe being closer in age was was a thing because you can look at somebody when they're closer in age to you and go, who is this guy? I'd like to see Ipswich sign a couple of these, these like League One, League Two style enforcers you get in midfield. I was watching that Northampton Exeter game. Yeah, yeah. The Northampton Exeter game the other night. Alan McCormack who used to be at like South Bend and Brentford. He sticks his foot in. If you lost Flynn Downs, you could have someone, someone of that ilk like an Alan McCormack who's been around the lower leagues Definitely. and just knows where to put the foot in and he knows the game at that tier, that third tier. He knows the game there. So if you did lose Downs, for example, bring someone in, one of them Wiley veterans in, he knows League One. Yeah. That's what no, I, yeah. But I think they're taking a penny. I'd say even if we lost Downs, we should have, we've got, we're stacked with midfielders, aren't we? Yeah. yeah we we should have, you'd think we'd have enough there. Obviously yeah. last season, we, we didn't know which were probably our best combination. We could go through this again, couldn't we? Rotation. It's got to stop next season. You've got to get your team, stick to it. And I was reading today about, um, there's an article on Will Norris. Now, really, why did we need to sign? We just signed Thomas Holy. Why do we need to sign another goalie to buy for the number one position? Mm-hmm. We're in League One, you know. Surely you should put that then wages or whatever in another part of the team where you really need mm-hmm. it. We had we had Harry Wright. We've got uh, Prizebeck. I see him at Peterborough. For me, he's good. Yeah, they're, they're decent. They're, they could do a number two. You need a number two. Happy to sit on the bench every week. Might play the odd game here and there. You know, if there's an injury crisis. And even if you had a goal, the goalie gets a long-term injury, you could easily pick up another experienced goalkeeper. You know, you don't. You don't want to be getting into a, another situation like last season where he'd play a few games, then he was out, and then you'd play Norris. No good. That, that, saw, it all has to stop. Yeah, 100%. There was a conversation on Twitter today about Holy. And I know a lot of league, people that watch League One and League Two, they couldn't believe we signed Holy. They messaged me and said, he can't kick. He's like too tall. He's a bit of a last figure in League One. And I was like, well, I think he's going to be back up. I think he's going to be the number one keeper. So maybe they just took an opportunity to get him in because his contract was gone. I'm pretty certain he wasn't meant to be the number one keeper. Maybe the plan was always to get a lone keeper from the Premier League. Got to leave one, two teams do that, don't they? It was. Or keep even, when, even, happen, but. even when Holy arrived and, and Bart was with you know, Willie Wonty, it was always spoken about that they were looking to replace Bart with a more proven number one. Yeah. Now, I don't know whether you'd call Norris a more proven number one outside the statistic of Premier League Loney, but they were always talking about Holy as if he was the a, a, a bit like uh, Jordan Roberts, but in goal, a project, somebody who <laughs> yeah. they could develop, somebody who yeah. had raw potential. And speaking yeah. of, uh, you know, to Holy and having Holy spoke through the season, you hear they had one afternoon a week at Jenningham goalkeeper, goalkeeper training. So, you know, Walker would know that, being in League One and knowing other coaches. Yeah. So maybe they looked at him with this. He's got size. He's got potential. I just think he's another one of these players in the same vein as Chambers, and maybe one of you two or both of you will, will tell me your, your opinions on it, that if social media didn't exist, there wouldn't be half the loving for these players as they get. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, he, look, he's passionate, isn't he? But... We could all be passionate. We, us three are passionate about Ipswich Town. It don't mean we should be in the starting eleven every week, does it? <laughs> I was, I was going back, going back to Norris. It was I was reading that they, it was when they signed him on loan. It was like with a view to signing him permanently for when they got from when we got promotion. Because but there we go. We're, we're getting ahead of ourselves, aren't we? We're thinking we're only going to be in there for one season. It's a tour, and then. But yeah, social media. And I, I don't think Chambers is. I don't think he's on there, is he? But he just goes around beating his chest and giving it the fist pump when we win. <laughs> here's, a sli- um, here's, a slide- here's a slide indoors moment for you. So go back to the start of last season, Burn Ipswich. Remember that? We're highly buggered about with the ball on the edge of the box and it took a yeah, deflection and went wide by about two millimetres. Imagine if that had gone in. Yeah. Oh, different kettle of fish, different, isn't it? Different kettle of fish altogether. He's you're right, Rich, you know. Yeah, Rich is right on, on terms of like, you know, they go on social media, oh, I love the fans, love all that. I don't hear that. Just get the club promoted. Yeah. Well, that's what I mean. You know, obviously, yeah. even with Chambers not on social media, as Rich alludes to, there's still the club media these days. Whereas back in 2000, when the legends became legends, and rightfully so they became legends, but Captain Holland was famous for his play, not for his fist pump, not for his ask yeah. use segment. 
None of this Continuous rubbish. Continuous matches. Was yeah. it 200 plus or something? You know, uh, yeah. Emmanuel Thetis had the, had, had uh, some brilliant moments and some catastrophic moments. But he didn't come out after the game on social media and say, oh, I love the club. I love being here. Yeah. Which immediately would have won the fan base over. So, I think... Easily appeases people, doesn't it? Yeah, and we get people yeah, waiting. easy. Yeah, absolutely. You know, so to round the mindset, up... The, the mindset of Ipswich has to change next season. Has what to on? change. Has to get back. And I like how they... Well, I mean, we'll probably come to this in a minute, but the new kit, how they, they've revisited the past. Get into that mindset. That was a winning team. That 81 team was a winning team with a winning manager. That's why we're still talking about them 40 years later. You know, win League One. Ipswich Town are in League One. Start, you know, don't worry about what the opposition are going to do. Don't worry about what Buddy Rochdale are going to do. We are Ipswich Town. We are town, as the hashtag says. Absolutely. You don't see, you don't see Barcelona in the new camp worrying about what bloody Celta Vigo are going to do. They play their game. We need to get into that kind of mindset. That's what and I want to yeah. see next season. You're absolutely That's spot my on. mindset. You're spot on. You're spot on. Yeah. And I had the conversation with somebody on Twitter. Very, very similar. You know, who was tweeting, there's some big clubs coming down next season. And I was saying, don't care. Don't, we're Wilshire Town Football Club. I'm not having this whole championship revisited where it's getting harder every year and we can't compete and all this. We're Wilshire Town Football Club in the third tier. Bring them all. Bring them all down here. We're going to beat them. But we you know, know, Will, you know, you know, and I know, you'll get that. Leo O'Neill will come out. They'll say that. If you're saying the mentality, we could go back to Chambers and Scoose. They're used to failure. Yeah. Yeah, why they sh- that's why they should go. Yeah, and as fans, we've got to we've got to change that, you know. And and as providing my players don't break the law off the field, I can give a a, a monkey's ass what they do off it. It's what they do on the grass I really care about. Providing they're not, you know, always in the press, stumbling out of nightclubs, they, they could they could they could do what they like off the field, be as assholey as they want. Yeah, performances that we saw against like Accrington and Burton at home, those like, I think they were both 4 1, weren't they? They're the kind of performances I'm expecting in this division. Mm. They're going to win every game, I get that. But we should be, we should be well and truly above a lot of these clubs. Absolutely. You've got so to round like up Fleetwood coming down and beating us 1 0. It's embarrassing. Yeah, Embar- it's embarrassing. Joey Barton there because I, he's a sort of player we've always cried out for, but I can never imagine the vast majority of town fans accepting. They struggle he's to sort manager, I don't I don't think the manager, Barton. So, less than a minute, is it a good thing or a bad thing we've signed Wolfen into a four-year deal? I know know the answer already, but... Oh, yeah, yeah. It's a good thing, yeah. 100% it's a good thing. Right. You know when time gets to you and you you, you panic, that last question was a panicked question. That was not what I wanted to ask (laughs) at all. But I saw the time go to less than a minute. Do it again if you want. I did, a, I, I, I did a Dean Gherkin in, in the 18 yard, in the, in the 60 yard <laughs> box. I panicked, I panicked, I panicked. But anyway, moving on to the kit, we obviously, Matt's had his fun on Twitter recently, and Rich has been fraternizing with the enemy, I see, commending other podcasts on their kit reviews. I nearly choked on my morning cornflakes when I read those. <laughs> You've obviously seen how. A certain podcast does it. So you'll, you'll be a, an expert in this next segment. Talk us through the new kit. I think it's a, it's a very good kit. The only thing missing for me is the pinstripes. I would have added them. Um, I think like I tweeted, I think it was in May about the old school badge. They should get back to that. So I like that, even though it's only going to be for one season. Um, have they like said the, that, have they? Yeah, they have. Yeah, it's it's just on the um the home kit. It's not going to be on the away kit. It's going to be the original badge on that. Um, but it, I like the sponsor. You know, we've got rid of that horrible magical Vegas. We've got a good sponsor. It's a winner. I bought three already. I'm looking forward to getting me free postcards as well. Happy days. <laughs> Luxury postcards, Matt. I've purchased my first shirt for a while as well. I've bought it as well. You have. I have. Just I'm a sucker then. for the old badge. I'm a sucker for it. I've, you know. I know. I know. I know. Martin's not very happy on the price of it. It's a bit lumpy. Forty-eight. No, that's the. You could go for the custom shirt for sixty. I've done forty-eight. 
That puts my Primark wardrobe to shame, guys. Come on. Come on. It's a great looking, I think it's a great looking kit. I like the all blue. People forget that in our UEFA Cup run, we wore blue for a lot of the away games. St. Etienne, Cologne, AZ in the final. We were all blue for that. So that's a nice little touch, I think. And if you want all blue previously, or not for many seasons, but we have done it before. I've been so domesticated. That's my problem, you see. I've been domesticated. <laughs> I see all blue as a, as a fashion crime. You know, I just hear my wife's voice in my head say, you ain't wearing that with that. Yeah, or double denim. Yeah, I mean, 12 <laughs> years ago, I'd wear big flowery shorts with a, a fluorescent green T-shirt. I had no... F- <laughs> steady now, boys, in this next comment. I had no fashion sense. but Now he's, now he's got one of them on him. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. yes, there, right there. <laughs> I asked her, what am I wearing today, darling? She would never in a million years say blue on blue. So when I saw that, I was like, well, that's me immediately out of running. And then she said, well, you wouldn't, you, you wouldn't buy the shorts anyway, <laughs> which is a fair point. <laughs> it's a fair point. I like, I like the shorts. I, I agree with Matt. It's, look, it's only for a season. Yeah. Let's get it. Let's, it's not going to be every season. So as a one-off, I think we can we can put up with that. Absolutely. Did you like did you like Rich? Did you like the promo video? Now now come on, you know what my answer is <laughs> gonna be there. Because <laughs> Rich Mills Chambers. Excuse Burley. I just no one ever mentioned Russell Osman. No one ever mentions Russell. That's over Mings, isn't it? Yeah, maybe. Yeah, maybe. Look, I, I, I liked I liked the video. It was good with the old footage, but they spoiled it, didn't they? Putting them. Whoever thought that was a good idea? You know, they, they shouldn't suppose. really. They shouldn't really. They shouldn't really be in the um in the same breath, should they? No. They're trying to align the current team with the legends, aren't they? That's what they were well, trying to do. But yeah, it, it does. We are town. But wouldn't it be a better idea, guys, to welcome the old back and link it back in with we are we we are new hungry town. So Dozel, Wolfenden, especially if they, you know, if one hand can talk to the other hand and say, hey guys, we're talk we're working out a contract deal here. So, you know, with it with that news hopefully coming out soon itself, you can include him in this. If you had had young players in that list, so you know. Mm. your Burley, your BT, etc. Then maybe fans would have taken it a lot better than than hearing tired old Chambers and excuse. <laughs> maybe I just wonder if there hadn't been the COVID restrictions and all that. I wonder if they'd have actually had some of those older players actually physically in the video as they are now. So you might have had Franz Tyson, Muren. Reliving the moment. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe, maybe. I did like it. I'm a sucker for those things. I was in. Look, we are town. I was on the hashtag. Watch story. it on mute. Perfectly fine. <laughs> like I said, we, look, we, we can all be we, a lot of negativity at the minute, but I think we've, we've got to applaud them. You know, it's a decent shirt. It's a decent video. Yeah, maybe they shouldn't yep. have. But... they got to go with something. Yeah, yeah I, I think we're all too quick to jump on yeah. the bandwagon nowadays and criticise everything. So, yeah, it's a, it's a decent shirt. I'd give it probably seven and a half out of ten. Yeah. I, I, love more. I love the badge. I love the badge. I'm giving it eight and a half. I like it. I tell you what, my favourite bit of it was it's the quote. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. That's an incredibly nice touch. Uh, quite unique. You don't see it very often. No, um, my perfect jigsaw. Yeah, and I just think that is that for me trumped the whole lot of it because up until that point, as a 30-year-old man who, you know, and Norwich often criticises for not knowing about or not having seen our past. It was a, yeah, it was a good era. It's a nice shirt, but but that that really put it over the edge. Um, yeah. I think Rich is right. Pinstripes, you know, would have been... That's the only yeah. real thing I would say. I, I wanted to say, uh, so Katie Ling, right, she tweeted Planet Blue about women's sizes. I don't know if they got back to her but I agree because look we're not all got six packs like Martin have we and we're looking good in a shirt and they're, they're a bit <laughs> ill-fitting on some so I agree with like they should have they used to have lady sizes we've got a lot of lady fans haven't we why 
Why yeah. not? I'll tell you what I like when they used to have the long sleeve. You could buy the long sleeve shirts. Yeah, man. Yeah, Obviously, they probably think that they wouldn't, they wouldn't sell enough. I don't know. Maybe... That would sell. The last yeah. person I can remember sporting long sleeves in an Ipswich shirt is Brett Pittman. Always rocking that look, wasn't he? Yes, he was. Yeah, that would be good. long sleeves, Rich? Hey? Do you just ask for long sleeves? I'd love a long sleeve. You'll be West, asking people to sit down at away games next. West, West Ham do long sleeve shirt for their fans. Be brother in law's got West Ham shirt, long sleeve. We are in league, we are in league one, aren't we? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They when, can't when, afford the material. We, no, when we get to the <laughs> Premier League, you know, when we're there. So what's the, um, Maybe, so what's, what's the away kit going to be then? Next week, isn't it? Well, I've, I've, voted, look like? I've voted today, I voted for pink. So you, you can vote for what the colour you want? Yeah. Is this what's East happening? Anglian, East Anglian. Oh, you can go on the East Anglian. They've got a, uh, a vote of the colour and then you can vote what style, like check, uh, half okay. and half, boots, stripes. Pink's cool. But it's not an actual vote, clean. is it? You know, it's, 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 no. it's, it's an opinion poll, just to clarify. It's not a actual... Definitely. So the shirt actually they, exists, we just don't know what it looks like yet. They have said it's yeah. going to be something you've, we've never yeah. had before. Yeah. So. A decent team in it? <laughs> a bit too much to yeah. ask for. Let's not get carried away. I mean, that's what I really want. Yeah, if you get, they could play in in naked suits, as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> give me, give me somebody to sit the ball. You'll, you'll always remember, won't you? You'll always remember the decent teams from what the kit that they wore. You'll know that that was a decent side, and then you'll think, oh, that was that shirt. Whereas Absolutely. when you finish your eleventh in League One last season, it might have been the shirt wasn't bad, was it? But <laughs> Absolutely. And here was my next question. Out of, out of our kits over the years, what are your top one or two selections? How far back are we going? As far back as you want to go. As I was looking through my wardrobe. Yep. Yeah, okay. Any yeah, that was cool, that yeah. one. But is there another one? I used to like, I like the away kit that we wore in that Everton FA Cup game, 85, 86, with the red stripe. And the free blue, but in white. So it was white nice. with the red and the blue. That was cool. With blue shorts. Radio Orwell. Radio yeah, Radio Orwell. Orwell. I mean, we got relegated in those strips. So, uh, you know. But it was like, it was based on the French kit, wasn't it? It was yeah, based yeah, on that French 84 Euro thing. Yeah. Yeah, so that kids. was a cool kit. Yeah. How about the uh, green and maroon? Awful. Absolutely. <laughs> I like that. I remember that. I the Mickey Stockwell that. red and black combo, that was cool, when he scored against Wimbledon, done the Maradona yeah, goal. That was a cool strip. Yeah, I like an orange one. I like the, the 90, Fison's one, 91, 92, yeah. when we... See, there you South go. End. There's another, there's another Neil Thompson at yeah. South End, yeah, that was yeah, cool. there's another one, we remember it, because we were yeah. decent side. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Marcus Stewart against Bolton, away, yeah. in the Reebok. Yeah. If it's, if it's not a good side, it's good moments, right? Or or, not, yeah. or just moments in general. For me, my favourite shirt of all time, of all time, is the f- blue fade to white that was very popular in general oh, the fashion. One. Yeah. You know, and I can still see uh, Matthew with his collar up. 95, I still 96. See, yeah, that's the one. Yeah. I can still see Sedgley in the post. No, yeah. no, no, no. No, it's the one, no, it's the air kick one. The air kick. Brian oh, Gunn. yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> But I can still see all those iconic moments of the 90s in that shirt. Was that Core? Was that Core who made that? I think it was, yeah. I believe yeah, it might be. Yeah, 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 good shirt. And then, yeah. Went, and then he went to Punch, didn't it, afterwards? Punch. They made yeah. some good kits. Yeah. You know. Um, Mitre, not so much. Didn't really like Mitre stuff. I like Adidas. I'll, I'll admit I like Adidas stuff. I like the stripe. I tell you what I'm liking at the moment. Hummel with Coventry. Hummel. Yeah. Coventry's away kit. They're yeah, a two-tone. Great kit. Yeah. I like C-Town in Hummel. Do you remember, like, Villa used to wear it, Denmark at the 86 World Cup. It was always like a two-tony red or cool kits. They I'll tell you a team you won't expect to be wearing Hummel next year that will be. St. Albans. <laughs> they will be. They've announced today that Hummel will kit them out for the, next, you know, for the following year. Is that your non-league team then? Yeah, well, not my long. No, mine's Hemel Hempstead, but... <laughs> But St. Albans, I've, I follow a little bit because okay. I used to cover them. But yeah, so we're now waiting for Lecoq Sportif to make a comeback, and then you've got some right <laughs> 80s retro going on, haven't you? Sports oh, chicken. Oh, which, <laughs> have, have, it either, have any of us here ever thought about framing a shirt? I've thought about it. I've got a few upstairs I want to frame because they've got signatures on. Have, have any of us here? I know Richard, we really clued up on this subject. 
But uh, have we thought about? I've got a, uh, I've got an Essex Eagles. Um, 2020, last year, I won a signed shirt. It's in the cupboard away to be framed, but I probably won't be able to put it up anyway, will I? Let's be maybe in the <laughs> toilet. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the trouble. That's the trouble. I'd like to get some framed, but where am I allowed to put them up? Exactly. Is that, is that ring, mate? Nowhere. I'm not allowed, am <laughs> yeah. I? The phone is back. Put <laughs> that exactly. cocktail picture down, mate, and put it there. <laughs> yeah. Great show. Good idea. Good idea. There's a space I'll, I'll ask her when, when, I get off, when I get off, I'll go and say, Mine's I'll ask there. her live on now. <laughs> so to, to, to round up, Marcus Evans, we've had some murmurs on twitter recently uh about how he's gone from zero to hero in the space of 24 hours where do both of you sit on this particular topic obviously wolfington sander new deal we covered that earlier does that make him a good owner does that give him uh, a new light where do we sit on that one guys i've said before and no, i've said better the devil you know but i'm still in two minds on this to be honest with you Fact he signed Luke Wolfington to a new deal. I don't know. Not, not, not for me. It, I'm, I mean, we'll have to wait and see whether or not he, he, he's got money. What I want to know is, is there going to be money to spend? No. Before the new season. <laughs> That's I can I tell want. you that now. Because there's money to spend at people. Even wait, it's Marcus. No. I, I mean, we were talking about sell a player a season earlier, weren't we? Sell a player a season. Yeah. People have that model perfectly. I think their scouting is fantastic. I yeah, can't today. Yeah, I can't, I can't understand why, call me a snob here, call me arrogant or whatever. I can't understand why you would, as a footballer, you would choose to go to Peterborough over Ipswich Town. Considering we're like, you know, in this East Anglian style region, if you've got them two clubs competing for you, I've got to take my hat off to Peterborough. They've brought in some fantastic players. Marcus Madison has discovered, Dwight Dow, Ivan Tony. Pretty good players. George Boyd over the years. Scouting's fantastic. Oh. With that's Barry Fry, I don't know. I don't know. I'd go higher up. I'd go Brentford. Look at Brentford. Base, they, base they've, been their, they've been their academy off. You know, that's gone. So, but they'll always sell some players, but they always manage. Brentford, they're not a bigger club than Ipswich Town, are they? I'm not, well, look, we're not being snobs here. <laughs> we're not, we're not. <laughs> exactly. No, 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 I totally agree with you. Well, they could be a Premier be League a, team, couldn't they? But They could yeah, be. Yeah, in, in the... I think they used to, when we were Premier League and flying around the top of the championship and they were League One, I think they looked at us as a kind of a model. Now we're looking at them to be the model. <laughs> That's a role reversal. The key, the key word there is model. The key word there is yeah. model. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They, they yeah. are two, um, they're two clubs that have really embraced modern football. Peterborough have a, 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 an account, you can find it on Twitter called Blades Analytica. He runs... Um, uh, Analytica company uh, who find them players such as the guy who, who was at Barnet um, last season and Brentford have today uh, advertised for a new um, statistician somebody who was going to drive their recruitment all based yeah, off really anal- an- analytics it's not based off what you can see with your eyes necessarily but it's based off those things that McCarthy used to say Jonathan Douglas was good, was, was good for running and you know and all those type of elements and obviously there's a lot more to it than that but it's 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 that isn't it peterborough are fishing in the in the pond of this player is excelling in this 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 and this he's on an upward trend whereas we're still very much looking at will keen and thinking he used to be this 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 and this maybe if he can stay fit he might be again it's different if we we re-signed him we will do Well, I can see the thinking. I can see the thinking behind that because Mike Phelan spent what a million quid to take him to Hull when he was manager there. But I can see the thinking behind it. But it's also old school thinking, isn't it? If you look at a team like Seville in Spain, the manager, he tells his technical team the kind of player he needs. I need a left winger, good on his left foot, um, can take free kicks, can take corners, um, shoots from distance. That technical team then go out and scout round the globe, bring back the names, and say, "What do you think of these?" Yeah. We're probably, I think it's probably Lambert and McCarthy were going, oh, actually, I like look at that play. Let's get this speak, this speak. It just seems a little bit look, old school to me. Look, when we got, do you remember Vlado Bodonovsky come? We signed him and we signed another guy. He was by the name of Mauricio Tarico. No one had ever heard of him. You know, <laughs> what a fantastic player he was. We'd, we were obviously looking there, weren't we? 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. But Trico was the the was, was, was was the the the, the make way, wasn't he? He was the one that he was yeah, signed was. to keep the other guy happy. Yeah. Actually, yeah. he was the better player. That must have been a lucky accident, I think. Again, we've like, do you remember um, Chiavelli? Yeah. Where we signed, did he we yeah. sign him from Argentina? Uh, yeah, yeah. Be, yeah. We're not looking at those players now, are we? So I just think we need to probably just need to modernise it a little bit. Maybe get rid of Dave Bowman and get, just change, them, change the model up. Someone said on Twitter he's on gardening leave anyway. Yeah, the whole model is 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 it? It needs yeah. a big shake-up. It needs a big shake-up, doesn't it? it does. And when, like I said last week, when we've got a PE teacher, you know, coming out, yeah. says it all for me. We, we're yeah. not going to improve with people like that. Look, Leo Neal might he might be a really nice guy, but no. But if you look Evans, at not for me. Yeah, and I don't mean any disrespect to anybody. Anybody when I really say this, but if you actually look at the club website and you drilled into recruitment. We're, we're fishing in the pool of just qualified from the Suffolk University and no disrespect to anybody that goes there. If you're coming to Richard's Town at League One level, I want you to have a little bit more of a CV than, you know, maybe car salesman part-time at my dad's firm, study at, <laughs> yeah. at, 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 U, at the University of Suffolk campus, work for Richard's Town. Yeah. Because, yeah. you know, that's, I'm sure Brentford haven't got that in their, in their recruitment no. department. You know, they're, they're recruiting yeah. guys from the, who have got proven records of finding players and, and making it happen. It's a money, it's, it's all down to money again. It's money, money, let's, money. You know, Lambert found, O'Neill, yeah, Lambert O'Neill find the list, get the budget and after the list go straight away. Leicester found Mahrez playing in the French second division. There we are, need, there. Are out there. We need to start fishing in this, we need to be fishing in the same pool as Peterborough at the moment and going head to head with them. And if they choose Peterborough, first in fair play. But. Darren McKennany, you know, he, he gets a lot of bad press. I'd love someone like him. Yeah, I think he's a good guy. He seems all right to me. Yeah, I like what they're doing at Peterborough. I like what they're doing. But it's also a plan A and a plan B. We've recently had Steve Evans come out and say how Ipswich signing Caden Jackson helped Peterborough sign Ivan Tony. They were after Jackson. We gazumped them with a higher bid. So they went to Ivan Tony. Ipswich Town never seemed to have that plan B ready to go. They always seemed to go, ah, plan A's gone. Um, oh, oh, I don't know what we're going to do now. Whereas Peterborough, they've obviously got a list of realistic targets that they've really done their homework for. Yeah. But bringing it back down to, to Evans, are you in the camp of, thank the Lord we've got Evans. He's a great owner. He's investing in the club by giving these players new contracts. Or are you in the, on the, in the camp of, a player getting a new deal at a football club is nothing new and nothing that isn't expected. It's, it's Someone said on Twitter he must be getting a pay rise. How do we know that? He might be on the same money. He's only a young <laughs> lad, and he's not. He's not going to be on twenty grand a week. You know. Oh, well right. done, Marcus. You've given someone a rise in these hard times. Yeah, you've kept your player, but like Matt said, we want to see: is there money to invest in the team? We're just keeping who we've got at the minute. Go back to the point. In the end, they get sold. The money, where does that money go? Yeah, exactly. Peterborough find the money for the for players. Hawksmith have found money for players. I'm, I'm probably would put a third option in about Evans and probably say he's treading water at the moment a little bit because his goal was to take us into the Premier League and he's actually taken us into League One. So I, you have to wonder what his motivation is at the moment. Maybe oh. it's just like I'm stuck with this at the moment. I'll just try and get him in, back into the Championship and then play my cards there. I don't know. How I, you- I think you. I think it was interesting this week that Wigan are now facing administration. Paul Cook would be a great manager for Ipswich Town, I think. Because if yeah. you look at where Wigan are at the moment, they're on 50 points already in the Championship. So they're going to lose their 12 points, whatever happens. So they'll go down to 38, so they're going to the bottom three. But that team was struggling massively with us last season. And now they're mid-table. He was really good at um, Portsmouth. They had an almost 50% win record there, playing good football. And remember, they beat us in the FA Cup under him two, three seasons back. Yeah. I think he'd be a really good manager for Ipswich. Maybe he'll become available once if we can go into administration. I don't know. But, you know, they're the kind of things we should be, you know, everyone should be looking at, in my opinion. Because yeah. the heat is off Lambert at the moment because of coronavirus. But they, it was all turning, wasn't it? it that, that, with yeah, all those defeats, things, things were turning and then that has kind of bought him some time. But we start the new season off badly. So it will all come back again, 100%. Oh, without a shadow of a doubt. 
Yeah. And we will be watching on Talking Town. <laughs> we certainly will be. All three of yeah, we will be here keeping the club's feet to the fire. Um, I don't know if Wolfen has had a pay rise, but I, I would certainly be surprised if agent and club haven't come to some sort of arrangement in regards to... I think you'd have a little bit of a pay rise, wouldn't you? You'd imagine so. You'd imagine so, but more so a golden handshake of, you know, once a bid has come in for evaluation we've already agreed between the three yeah. of us, he'll be off. Um, he'd have been on small wages, wouldn't he? Because he was at Bromley, like we said earlier. He was at yeah, Bromley two years. Well, they, they ain't paying his wages, are they? We're paying his wages while he gets experience. So you've got to think that he wasn't on a huge... But huge. any type of pay rise is still not going to be lean or messy money, uh, even for League One level. You know, and, and, and I mean that in regards yeah. to even someone like Tyve and Tony, he's probably earning you know, twice, three times as much as I, I would average, I guess, as Luke Wolfen did. Um, I love the I love the story Mark Heath had on uh, East Anglian Daily Times where they said Ivan uh, was it Barry Fry has turned down a bid from New York Red Bulls for Ivan Tony. I'd be fuming if I was Ivan Tony. I've got to stay in Peterborough. I want to go to the Big Apple. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> not at the minute. Four million, four million quid or something. <laughs> yeah, not at the minute. Sorry, though. Ivan. You're staying in Peterborough. So, <laughs> who's leading us out, gents? Who is going to lead us before out? We go, before we go, oh, I just want to flag something up with you very quickly. A book I bought a little while ago called Frozen in Time by Stephen Scragg, guy I follow on Twitter, he follows me, all about the Cup Winners' Cup. He's bringing out a new book later this year called Where the Cool Kids Hung Out, The Chic Years of the UEFA Cup. Yeah. And look who's on the front. Look, Franz Tyson. Have a look at that. Yeah. That's what it looks you like. Dang, you can pre-order it. You, you can pre-order it on Amazon. So you it's going to be a decent week. Yeah, 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 well. yeah, yeah. Sorry, Stephen. It's still in black and white, mate. I would have brought the colour out for you, buddy. But I think that's going to be a great read. If a couple of his cup books anything like it, this would be. Bye. Okay. How much do we get in the club kitty for that plug? <laughs> Maybe we'll get free ones. <laughs> they don't give nothing away. Well, yeah, only postcards. <laughs> yeah, I'm looking forward to the postcards. To be fair. Yeah, luxury ones. Get them in a frame. Yeah, 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 yeah. Get them on the back wall there. Happy days. Listen to you two. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Next time we want that down, mate. We want to see it. Still be there. Brilliant. Right. It's been a pleasure, gentlemen. It's been a very, very enjoyable evening. I'm terribly sorry that I was I delayed you both, um, but with my microphone issues, giving it the evil look there. Good. And um, it's good yes. microphone. Yeah. Well. Yeah. But anyway, until next time. Like who wants to say? Sayonara to our lovely listeners and viewers. Go on, Matt. Participants, put it next to the Mr. Clutch Cup. Shout out Mike Bassett. Norwich City, <laughs> England manager. Tonight we're four, playing 4-4-2. Four, 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 two. Two. <laughs> Brilliant. Oh, I love it.